Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Everybody, how you doing? This is the brighter side. I'm Ed Larson. I'm sitting here on a beautiful Sunday morning with Reed Failer, Andrew mm. Short, and a sad man, Carl Schrader. Schroeder? Is it Schrader or Schroeder? Schrader. Schrader? All right. Uh, the Schrader. Ooh, do you do that a lot? No. Okay. Schwartz. <laughs> Sweater. <laughs> Stanley. So today we're talking about Catholicism. All three of us were raised Catholic. We were having a conversation the other day about the demons of this religion, the one that turned us from all other religions, I'd go ahead and say. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, let's let's say something nice about it. Not right now. Let's get some dirt <laughs> out. Let's get, some, let's get our pain out. And then, you know, we'll figure out what's good about being Catholic and the, and the Catholic religion. So both of you, you grew up Catholic in Ohio. Yeah, uh, uh, I grew up in Ohio. I grew up in Indiana. You grew up in Indiana. Mm-hmm. You both grew up Catholic, which you could oh, have yeah. been other. I mean, there's a lot of Pentecostal and stuff like I that. I think Catholic's the only one where it's like straight up Catholic. And then there's that umbrella of Protestantism. And it's everyone who doesn't believe in the same God that's right. Like we mm-hmm. Do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that don't have a perfect line going back to Peter the Apostle. Correct. And therefore Jesus. Uh-huh. Connected to the church. Yeah. I mean, because there's mean, only one proper line. So Peter's the, the number one apostle. I, th- I think so. I mean, he was the pope. Yeah. Was he the pope back he was, then? He was the first pope. He was the first pope? I mean, that's what we say. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've only ever liked Peter's I've known. Yeah. Peter's are usually solid guys, and upon this rock, I build my church. You know, Peter was the only one with enough balls to deny Jesus, not once, but three times. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've known a lot of crazy Pete's. Yeah, Pete, mm. you know Petey. There's a, Petey's a dangerous name. Petey's a dangerous name. <laughs> I once knew a little Pete, Pete, and he was a rough tumbler if I ever saw one tumble. Oh yeah, what to do? He liked to grab me about my wrists and say, "Let go of me!" And I'd say, "What?" And then he'd squeeze so tight that my hand shook. And then that's how I learned. That I can't tie shoelaces anymore. <laughs> I, I can't bend my fingers enough. Which was oddly St. Peter's secret power. 
Yeah. They were basically the X-Men. That's why they all wore sandals. St. Peter or or Hand Crippler. So, do you guys grow up in Catholic school? I went to Catholic school in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Mm -hmm. St. Joan of Arc. What was yours? I went to Catholic school in Dayton, Ohio. For grade school, I went to Bishop Leibold. And for high school, I went to Archbishop Alter High School. Oh, Uh. man. So, you went all the way through. Yeah, and then I went to Catholic University for three years. Jesus Christ. Yeah, fucked it up. But not because it was Catholic, just because my brother went there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. That's a lot, a lot, a lot. I was by sixth grade. I was out. I'm like, I'm done. I fucking gave my parents the ultimatum, and I fucking pieced. Yeah, I did uh, a Catholic grade school, St. Vincent de Paul in Fort Wayne, Mm -hmm. Indiana. Then Bishop Dwanger for high school. (laughs) Then Xavier (laughs) University after St. Xavier for uh, college. Oh, I also wow. did, it was Protestant, but I still did a Christian preschool as well. Oof. Man, I did a, I did a Catholic preschool down the street from my Catholic uh, normal school. Yeah. Ooh, so many cute little boys oh, and girls. Man. There was a bunch. Um, <laughs> in the full disclosure, I guess we should talk about it right out of the gate. Um, the main thing, I mean, I never really believed that well, even as a child. I was mm-hmm. always skeptical. We were talking about this the other day. I remember mm-hmm. one time my mom walking in my room and... I was like eight or nine years old and just crying because I didn't understand why people believed in the Bible. And I, which is because it's, you know, I mean, it's based at, at its most basic form. It's just like a book with words in it. Yeah. You know, like it's distressing to a child. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, what if they made it up? I remember in my mom. <laughs> my mom Pinocchio isn't real. Pinocchio isn't real, but Jesus is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Please, a nose growing every time you lie. It's ridiculous. Let me tell you about the man who died for your every sin. <laughs> so I remember when I when I was confirmed, I was gave my conf- my first communion and my confirmation were done by the same man, mm-hmm. uh, Bishop Keith Simons in South and Florida. And he was upstanding, correct? He was a great man, but he had one fatal flaw. Everyone does. Oh, he and read too fast, right? He read too fast, and he, um, I think he... Nothing worse than that. He fucked some kids. Oh. <laughs> well, at least he didn't read too fast. Oh, nothing I hate more than a yeah, fast priest. Fast Slow down, buddy. This yeah. is my one time with God. <laughs> yeah, so Bishop Keith Simons, he was, uh, you can look him up in the paper. I'll probably throw a picture of him up on the Facebook page Ooh. when we release this. But uh, yeah, no, he was our bishop. And two weeks after I was confirmed... Fucking two weeks. Two weeks after I was confirmed, he came out and uh, quit being a bishop. And I guess I don't think he went to jail or anything. He's just like you know, wandering Florida, you know. But uh. <laughs> no. well, he probably fits right in. I mean, that's really the precedent for pedophiles and sexual offenders. Now it's just like, hey, that was a terrible thing you did. You can't work the job you liked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You did a bad thing. Go to Florida. We're all, we're You're going to have to work in bars were. the rest of your life. But if, <laughs> sorry. But if we catch you with weed or coke, so help me God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, did you have uh, good experiences or bad experiences with priests and uh, nuns and all that? I personally never had a one-on-one bad experience with a priest, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. We inherited Father Tom Kuhn, who came, I don't know where he was before this, but he was at Incarnation School in Centerville, Ohio, and then he was moved to Bishop Leibold School in Miamisburg, Ohio, and the Catholic Church was never, there was never forthcoming about whether or not they knew he was 
uh, being weird around kids, but he used to give kids beer and like have them over oh. and like jerk off in front of them. And wow. so, yeah, I mean, this is a whole, mm-hmm. I'll go real quick. Yeah. yeah. He, he, at first, okay, he got super hammered before mass after a while. I think it's because <laughs> yeah. I can I can only assume the walls were closing in on him. He's a good Irish priest. Um, but he would wander around our school fucking tanked. And like, how could you tell? Because like, he would just be half asleep and like green, he's just like, like cartoon green. mouse, drunk. yeah, yeah. <laughs> pink <laughs> elephants walking around. There's a picture of, in, of me in one of the yearbooks. I was runner up in the spelling bee, and he has his arms around me and like the girl who won, and he is just like what I now understand as an adult, fucking ripped, <laughs> a Barney Gumble drunk. <laughs> he uh, he he told Mass one time he puked. Uh, during mass, and then what? he started another mass by going, "All right, look, I have the flu, and there are some parts you, of the mass you don't need to tell. I'm only going to do the important parts, and then I'm going to finish. So I don't want any mad calls to the archdiocese or anything." And then like, <laughs> gave like a seven minute mass. So then we got that's awesome though. Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, down the top of the forehead, the lips. You're sorry for your sins. We're sorry for our sins. Cookies. Cookies. Open your mouth, you fucking. All right. Remember, you sinned. Don't do it anymore. You're sinners. Reed, that was 100% more coherent than whatever he told us. And then one day we got a letter. Uh, saying that he had been struggling with alcoholism and was sent to a place, I think, for priests to recover from alcoholism. Oh. And I don't think we saw him again, or we saw him again for a few weeks, and then we saw him on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his trial was on the news for a little bit, and he was defrocked by the Catholic Church and now lives, who knows? He's probably wandering Florida. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. And that's it- just one of them. Yeah, that's just one of them. And it's crazy. I mean, I, I've i known seven priests my whole life, you know? Yeah. And, this is like, and one of them, and the, and the one with the highest ranking was a fucking the nightmare man. <laughs> the fucking boogeyman. I was I, I, I was an altar boy, too. I, I, did, I was an altar boy for the money. I was an altar boy as well. We yeah. weren't allowed to be altar boys. And my mom's I wonder family, why. not allowed to be altar boys Your parents boys wouldn't let you? One of the oldest jokes i heard that my mom used to say is do you know what penance used to, do you know how, what they used to pay you to be an altar boy what? a candy bar and a blowjob oh my oh god, my god. Yeah. And, and she's religion. still a practicing catholic <laughs> my mom is an attending catholic. an attending catholic <laughs> man my mom gave so much money to those Ugh. motherfuckers Ugh. and it was always just like i'd always have to because like, i don't know but i always had to like give my mom money because she was just like after my dad left she was just like poor getting ten dollars mm-hmm. an hour and i Man. just and so i'd have to send home money and then you know she'd go to church and i was like how much did you give and she'd be like 50 bucks and you're like 50 fucking bucks it's like, like that's, fucking drugs man that's like alcoholism it's crazy it's crazy and they don't give you shit i mean i well i mean they give some kind of services a little bit but they give some service but it's divided between the heating bills for the church uh-huh. mm-hmm. all the stuff that they don't pay any taxes on either it's it's funny because priests are just like the shitty restaurant managers of a big restaurant that makes a ton of money. Yeah. Like all they do is sit in budget meetings and feed people crackers. Like it's yeah. insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is some outreach that they do, 
But I remember my mom I don't was know able to go to how a how much it actually goes to helping people. Oh, not nah, it can't be much. They have support groups. They yeah. do alcohol no. AA meetings. Which and I think that's great if it helps people. I do have a problem with faith based well, organizations. But they're all faith based. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's the crazy part about it. You Which know, maybe but like, says something about some of the good. I mean, yeah, we'll get to the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> There's yeah. a lot in common with AA and. <laughs> All these co-nibs. other, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any other pyramid scheme. What uh, what's your major gripe with the other than you know, diddling children? And I mean, stealing for money? me, it was the <laughs> fact that I was actually a very loyal Catholic for a long time. Mm-hmm. I had, I did, I was pretty skeptical. I didn't really care about it. I remember being in second grade, getting first communion, and talking to one of my friends and being like. I don't really get what the big deal is. It's just crackers. And he got came from a very Catholic family, and he had like the face on his – and he was like, yeah. you can't say that. And I immediately like backtracked. I was like, I didn't mean it. I mean, oh. like, I know it starts as a cracker, but we've learned. I was yeah. like that until I was about 12, where I think I started getting just a lot of anxiety and weird things keeping up at night. And I had like – I for the first time tried praying – and it suddenly like was a bit of detachment from my anxiety. I felt good. It like made me feel like I was free a little bit. And from that moment on until I was 19 years old, I was every week, you know, go to mass, go to confession every two weeks when I could, talk with priests during lunch at school. Like I was fucking, oh. I was in. Man. Yeah. And the way they take advantage of belief and desperation, that's the shit where I'm like, ugh. Yeah. No, no, it's definitely like they f- take full advantage. They t- they have people come in and say, if you give, maybe if you give a little more, mm-hmm. or you spend a little more time here, you know, like you'll be find what you need. And you know what? I mean, some people do. And some people, it does help them. Like it gives them a sense of community because like for people, all right, so people who aren't as charming and loving as us <laughs> like, can always find other people to hang out with if they go to church. Yeah. yeah. And that's why a lot of people at church suck because mm-hmm. they don't have other friends. And this is the only place they can find friends. And that's why, you know, baking a pie is the biggest thing that's ever going to happen to them. <laughs> you know, and so it's my, I want to say one of my major gripes, and I'll use this as an example, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, they always preach about the poor and giving to the needy, but, you know, you don't see it as much as you would like to. No. And ever. You know, like for example, oh St. Patrick's Cathedral here, like one of the biggest, most popular churches in America, mm-hmm. right in uh, New York City, next to Rockefeller Center. They recently, the place is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's oh, one no of the most beautiful structures around. Like, yeah. It's Two years ago, they gave it a six million dollar makeover. Mm-hmm. It was an already beautiful, perfect building. They just like slapped six million dollars of paint on it, and then you know, it looks oh. exactly the fucking same. Mm-hmm. And, and it was under construction for two years, and it's like six million dollars. Like that could have changed school in the Bronx. I could have bought computers and like I could have done so much for people. It could have given the actual poor in Central America and Africa, which the Catholic Church just uses like as a slave trade. It could have given yeah. them schools. It could have given them medicine. It yeah. could have given them water. Six million dollars in those countries goes so yeah. far. Yeah. But instead, they had to go like cover shit, uh. gold wrapping paper. And fucking, it's just crazy. It's and like the Vatican is literally lined dude, in gold. Dude, when I was 18, <laughs> oh, man. when I was 18, I was super far away from being a Catholic at that point. Uh-huh. But 
I was 18 years old. I went to the Vatican, and they give you, like, a little tour of it. And the very first room they take you in is just, like, a pirate's, like, bounty cave. Like, yeah. there's Raphael everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's gold everywhere. There's sculptures everywhere. And I'm like, if you sold one of these rooms, 300 children in Ecuador wouldn't die of polio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that's... You could... You could get you could rid of polio. Treat those three hundred, ki- yeah. <laughs> Speaking you can send them of polio, cheap to take care of. They could yeah. build infrastructure. They could. God, fucking lie. That was. I remember being in grade school, and children. That was one of the hardest things to explain to children that the Catholic Church does, because everyone was kind of like, yeah, but, I mean, why do we have such fancy things? Mm-hmm. Why can't we give it to the poor? Because isn't that a thing that we're taught? And they're like. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus did say that it was okay to anoint him with the perfumes and the oils because it's also good to glorify your Lord. And this is all glorifying the Lord. With material pos- possessions, yeah. which Jesus was stoked about, if you read yeah. the Bible. <laughs> if you remember, he had the flashiest <laughs> smile, the straightest hair, the cleanest belt, the throngiest sandals. <laughs> hey, St. Simon Peter, hop in this Corvette. We're about to go clubbing, bitch. Hey, don't <laughs> spill the cook. <laughs> it, it's a. That's the one thing that's hard when you're like, even if you are drawn into the actual tenets of the church, some of the social work, the message of Jesus, the basic fundamentals, you know, the golden rule shit. The church is so far away from those redeemable qualities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, devil's advocate. Yeah. Never said it where it meant more. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, there is just like in every church, there is like I'd say like two or three legitimately wonderful human beings. Absolutely. That would work even there. up the number from that. There's yeah. some amazing people. Yeah, who really do, who work at the church and they they give they give their all and they they do strive. You know, it's not all evil. It's <laughs> and they're just, almost never priests. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's some deacon or whatever. <laughs> or just some nice lady who what would be, volunteers there. What do you think would be some good improvements the Catholic Church could do to kind of up their game a little bit? I mean, obviously, we got the coolest pope in history no, right now. Man. He, no, well, man. I will say you he's like the coolest. You like the other popes more? I don't like any of the popes. He's still, like... He's still the face of an incredibly evil organization. Like it doesn't. <laughs> if he were a good man, he would go up. But he would get elected try, pope and say, "We're not it. doing this anymore." He's hardly changing it, dude. Just this week, he was in Chile, and yeah. a, a kid was fucked there. Of course. Well, a, yeah, a, many a kids, kids. It's a huge movement there yeah. now that is trying to rise up against it. A ton mm-hmm. of kids got fucked, and he went in front of people and was like, "We don't have enough evidence. Y'all got to keep your mouth shut." He's just as bad. He's, he's still bad. <laughs> he, he, he called it like defamation against the yep. priest. That how dare you try to raise this scandal against him? But don't Argentinians hate Chileans? <laughs> <laughs> Secretly, his move is no, 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 no. Get all all of the pedophiles out of Argentina and moving them next door. And we'll still kick your ass in soccer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's getting a little hot in here. Time to get chill. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard to say. I do think there are improvements. He's like the whole 
gay poor, people are allowed. Poor, Abortion's not um, a sin. Gay people? No, he didn't say any of that. Oh, dude, what are you talking arch, about? In my archdiocese in what? Cincinnati, dude, dude, in my archdiocese in Cincinnati where I grew up, they sent a letter out to everyone who worked in the schools and the churches that said, if you are openly gay and you support openly gay lifestyles, you will be dismissed. Damn. And I that was after he said it's okay to be gay. Yeah. He, they might be more accepting of people that are gay. They still are not tolerant at all of gay action, yeah. acting upon any gay desire. And abortion is still fucking way so off. fucking stupid. They're, yeah. they're lessening the views in some areas on contraceptive stuff, but not really. Yeah, but you're not going to go over. You're not going to change a 2,000-year-old religion overnight. You know, yeah. it's going to take a 2000 year religion that didn't have any questions about abortion in that time period mm-hmm. that didn't. This yeah. is still modern stuff. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, because they were busy worrying about the Crusades and slaughtering a shit ton of Muslims and being complicit during the Holocaust. They had way other fi- they had mean, different fish to fry. Other than the Holocaust, <laughs> that's all still going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, what are what do you think are some ways that we can uh you know that not we, but the Catholic mm. Church can uh, change itself a little bit. And well, I think number one, I mean, slow down on the renovations. You don't need mm-hmm. that new flat screen. Let's give some money to the poor and, mm. and like really put your money where your mouth is. The biggest thing they can do is follow Jesus's words, where he said, "Sell your possessions and follow me." They should sell everything they own and have some smart people manage it and help people. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. We owe a lot of art, a lot of music, Mm -hmm. a lot of writing, philosophy to the Catholic Church, even a little bit of science to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Like, is that, does that allow some degree of excess in some of this that Michelangelo did a ton of stuff? Like, we Mm -hmm. have all these beautiful works of art. Well, he painted the roof. You can't get rid of that. (laughs) You know, like, that's staying. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a nice little donation. Yeah. That and that was the equivalent of the time of like an eighth graders or like a high school stoners like star constellations on their ceiling, yeah. <laughs> like the ones that glow in the dark. <laughs> no, but it was beautiful for the time. But they got to sell it. They yeah. need to sell it all. Now you're saying there's no excuse. There's no reason to have it anymore. I uh, yeah. I mean, there, there aren't great symphonies written for God anymore. No. Like <laughs> like take it all, there's sell some, the rights. Right? There's got to be people. Nothing. No one cares about. Stephen Stevens did something. Maybe there's still, like yeah. the, the, <laughs> there's still some liturgical stuff. I guess the influence Maybe is there. Maybe some soul music. You know. Yeah, the influence is there, and that's great. It's clear that that's where it came from, and that's fine. Tons of great art, even mm-hmm. Dali, man, yeah. awesome fucking shit. But they don't need it anymore. They need to sell it. They have a pretty bad reputation and need to actually start helping the poor. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? The third biggest religion in the world, something like that. I think so. I, I think. But we always bragged about it in the sense that the largest fucking shirts you ever uh, seen. Uh, oldest oh, yeah. dating bag. Well, in Catholic school where undersexed, miserable, middle-aged women kept telling, like, eight, eight-year-olds they're going to hell. Yeah. Like, that's all I ever heard was that I'm going to hell. Yeah. I had one teacher in sixth grade who told us that as her dad was dying, Jesus visited him and told him when the world was going to end. And then she told us about those three dipshit kids somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who saw that. the Virgin Mary in a gas cave and mm. told them when the world was going to end. And she's like, they gave a letter to the Pope, and the Pope knows when the world is going to end. I was 11. <sighs> All right. So Christian religion is the biggest religion in the world, the 33%, and half of that is Roman Catholic. 
Hmm. All right. So, so Roman Catholics maybe aren't the biggest religion in the world. Christianity is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're still the bigger biggest... than Bodi- They're still bigger than Buddhist, other, and Hindu, <laughs> and, and miscellaneous atheists. Atheists. How about this? I'll give this to you. Uh, atheists are number three. Isn't that cool? You know that yeah, is encouraging a, a little. <laughs> I'm not even like in. I guess I'm an atheist. But I don't like calling myself an atheist. I don't either because there's no question. And they're that all isn't such real. dicks. <laughs> yeah, they're assholes. I also think, and I'm an apathist. I guess is a good way to put it. Or just What's like, an apathist? It's not worth talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, we're never gonna prove if there is a god or isn't a god. I don't think there is. I don't think it's gonna be anything we come up with if there is. God would have came down in the last two thousand years and fucking did some shit. Yeah, it's I'd, funny how the same way with ghosts. Once we had easily available cameras and audio recording equipment, all evidence disappeared. <laughs> of what ghosts? Of ghosts? Of any miracles? Of, mm-hmm. I mean, people will say there's miracles. It's I'm a little. I mean, ghosts though. I mean, I'll go. I mean, for go- as far as ghosts go, forget Catholicism. I mean, like ghosts are worshipped in almost every religion. Yeah, not yeah, worshipped, but they exist. Like yeah, yeah. So like, I don't but know. They all serve different. Uh, we yeah. can get into ghosts at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brighter yeah. side of spooky, spooky ghosts. Spooky, spooky, ghosty ghosts. Yeah. I mean, I believe in ghosts. I guess I think it'd be the one like ghosts and aliens. I think are the one thing I believe in. just because like it's there's some weird shit. I. In both cases. Hey, give Carl the microphone. Could in either case be physics, not actual. Like ghosts could be physics, could be energy reflecting off some other. But what's the um, energy? My well, who knows? I mean, we don't have that answer. Here's, <laughs> yeah, here's yeah. my reason, my case against religion, ghosts, all of these underdeveloped kind of human-made concepts. Or not human-made, but they mm-hmm. very much fit they into our beliefs. Made. It's that... Yeah, we can't explain everything. I give you that. That the world is big and we don't know everything. But to jump from that to saying, but my ancestors are walking around me. God does miracles. It's like, you can't say we know nothing and then support the things you think you know. Yeah. You have to admit you know there is ignorance. And if it is knowable, it's not in a realm you could ever understand it. It's not going to be how you describe it. If, if there is a God, if I am going to entertain the idea of a God, mm-hmm. I kind of think it's funny to think that every universe gets a God and we just got a really bad one. Yeah. <laughs> like people are <laughs> killing each other all the time. Like free will never no. works. We're too obsessed with He's fucking. He's a like... drunk clockmaker that made a broken clock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just... He just loves heroin and rock and roll. <laughs> and then he, he made the rolls like, ooh, fuck that up. Go yeah. to a new world. He keeps, <laughs> go, yeah, he keeps going to the other world for way too long, coming back. I'm like, oh man, what you guys do <laughs> all right this world is perfect pi is equal to uh, four all right that's not going to be a problem let's see what happens everyone lives in peace <laughs> childbirth is painless <laughs> I remember, like, another gripe i have with the catholic religion is it seems like a lot of people in the religion worship god and don't sin because they're afraid of going to hell that's, and to me yeah, that's crazy is. like that is nuts to only not fuck people over because you are scared of living in damnation is like crazy to me. Just be a decent person. You know, this is like, yeah, I remember someone asked me when we were, I was having the religion talk. Cause I also never start the religious conversation. Mm-hmm. If someone asks oh, me I, about it yeah. or starts it, I'll go into it, but I don't ever try to preach and tell people to stop believing in God. You know, it's, God, no. and it's not, it's not, it's not something I like doing. 
I mean, obviously we're doing this podcast, but that's just a conversation. But I don't like try and fucking change people's minds, you know. I, but if they try to change my mind, we'll have a nice long conversation. Yeah. And I remember uh, there. There is a person I was talking to about this. They're like, well, if you don't believe in God, then what keeps you from sinning? And I was just like, my fucking morals. (laughs) Well, where did morals come from if not God? Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, like people, you know, I don't want to be a dickhead. You know, it's just like, it's that easy. You just got it. You can be (laughs) nice without being scared of the devil. Uh, but how would we know that things are wrong if we don't follow this oh. book that never once says rape is a sin? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's almost all Catholic school was for me was being told you're going to hell. Children being told they yeah. are going to motherfucking hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how is rape not one of the Ten Commandments? The first three are like the same fucking thing. Don't get <laughs> jealous. That's a big one. Don't covet stuff. Don't... Don't cover your neighbor's wife and don't get... There's a couple similar ones. Don't fuck your neighbor's wife. Yeah. They told us that jerking off was thou shall not kill because when you jerk off, you kill billions of sperm that could possibly have been you. Uh. <laughs> and they also said that was... Uh, like, is there one about being faithful to your wife? Who yeah. yeah. The they said that wife. that was cheating on your wife by jerking off, too. Cheating? Yeah. Jerking off? Jerking off, big time. Because your no. your jizz only needs to go in her sniz. No, and that's, that's it. That's the sinister Catholic workaround of a lot of stuff. Is mm-hmm. it is not all Bible based. It's that they will back up everything they have that might be a little skewed or a little bit weird. Or you're like, mm-hmm. wait, God never said that. Like, well, we have tradition. Mm-hmm. We have two thousand years of apostolic tradition that yeah. we've written down. It goes back to the beginning. We can back up everything, and that is also the word of God. Aren't there only, like, four actual things that are rules that were, it's called, like, Yeah, the ex-cathedra, yeah, out of the seat. One of them is, this is the only time the Pope, like, legit, 100%, quote-unquote, got God's stamp of approval on this. Everything outside of these four times could be turned over or it's debatable, but there's only, uh, yeah. And this is made up, too. One of them is Jesus was born of a virgin. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't it's know crazy. if the other three are. But it's not abortion, rape, murder. Like, don't be complicit in the Holocaust when it comes around. It was, like, no. none of that stuff. <laughs> oh, man. On Christmas, uh, Mike Lawrence, our buddy, he had the, my favorite uh, Jesus tweet ever. And he's just like, on Christmas, I'd like to celebrate Joseph, the first and original cook. <laughs> <laughs> And may we remember Joseph, father of cucks, the one who watched but was not participating, soiled never of a virgin, thy cucky boy. (laughs) Jesus' stepdad was a cuck. That's an aggressive bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus' stepdad was a cuck. My boss is the son of a cuck. (laughs) Man, drive through fucking Virginia with that on your car. (laughs) Jesus. I just realized this. Virginia is probably named after Mary. Mm, Because a virgin and Elizabeth? Yeah, that virgin queen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was, queen after that, sex. named after her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not having sex. That's just uh, yeah. If we didn't have but Mary, we wouldn't think being a virgin was radical. So uh, oh. I kind of owe it. 
So what would your what was your favorite mind. religion be other than Catholicism? What would one you actually get behind? You can't say atheist or agnostic. Not like you know which one do you like the most? Ooh, I'm gonna go straight up Zen Buddhism. Zen Buddhism? Isn't it a philosophy? It's, yeah, that's my yeah. workaround. But I mean, it's so still is anything. Yeah, it's it's just a practical philosophy yeah. that if it, anything preaches that you don't really exist or not at least in a way you understand. Yeah, and you're a part of everything and everything shouldn't want shit (laughs) i i think that yeah i I could be down with that i think that if you are like aggressively vocal about how religion is silly you need to apply that to all religions like Mm -hmm. yeah you should be just as critical if you if you're like christianity's dumb should be just as critical of islam like if you're actually like a non-biased liberal person it should be Mm -hmm. across the board Mm -hmm. well that's what happened to me i was about to become jewish this last summer I oh, was, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was about. I was gonna go have a. I was gonna have a bar mitzvah, and I was gonna go because I like. I met my Jewish side of my family, and I really relate to them, and oh. we get along so well. And I love Jewish people so much, mm-hmm. and I would just like more than I love their traditions. It's like I don't believe in God, but I love their traditions. I love all this mm-hmm. stuff, and so I was like, you know what? And plus, you know, fucking, I'm moving to Hollywood. You know, <laughs> so like, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna become Jewish. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna join my family, and I'm gonna become yeah. Jewish. And then I was thinking about. And I was like a couple weeks out and I realized I hadn't learned any Hebrew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if I really wanted this, I would have fucking learned it. Yeah. You know, and then I was and then I realized like, all right, well, I don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. And I was going to invite my family to the bar mitzvah and they know I don't believe in God. And so it would have been like for the ones that do believe in God and are really Jewish, it would have been like a huge slap in the face. Yeah. To them. And not just that. I have a bunch of like. 15 year old cousins who just had their bar mitzvah or their bat mitzvah. And I would totally be like belittling this big mm-hmm. life change in their life. If I went and had a bar, a, a stupid bar mitzvah, like in front of them, we yeah. all got hammered and stoned and shit. You know, it'd be like, <laughs> it would be like a really dumb, like disrespectful thing. So at the end I, I backed out at the last second. That's a good thing though, because I think that you should, if, if religious people are respectful of you, you should in turn, give them the same respect. Yeah. Like, to show everyone respect. I know Catholics. Just because you're religious doesn't make you a bad person. This and is it coming doesn't from make someone you, who no. hates religion. And it doesn't the, make you stupid either. Yeah. It's just not no. for me. The thing <laughs> that kept me in religion long enough was that I really respected my grandma, for one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who my Her too. use of Catholicism was that she prayed an hour every day for like a whole front and back sheet of paper of people. And she just added to it all the time, and all she did was think about the people that were in need and the people she loved, and she was a beautiful human being because of that. Yeah. That's not bad. It's just empathetic meditation. Yeah. That's incredible. I think that's incredible. Mm -hmm. If if Catholicism is your route to discover that, cool. Thank God. There's good things for it. There are good people that use it in a good way. My parents are like attending Catholics. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say they're practicing Catholics, (laughs) but they go to church every weekend. And I asked my dad why he does it. And he was like, I just go there so I can somewhere that's quiet. He's like, I don't pray or anything. I just kind of tune out and like, so he's like meditating. And my mom does it because it reminds her of her grandparents. She doesn't believe. I mean, maybe it's, she believes in it, but yeah. she's not like yeah, gung ho. No, it's something no, not at all. It's so married in people's minds to morality of family, where it's like mm-hmm. it's the family values. You believe in God. You're an American. You pay taxes. The government is kind of evil. The military is great. Yeah, it's just a part of the baseline 
these are good people characters. Yeah. Characteristics. When I was in Iraq last Christmas, uh, doing the whole USO tour, I uh, it was Christmas Eve, and all of a sudden everyone started going, it started leaving. It was like my first couple minutes in Iraq. Mm. We had just done our first show, you know. So I was just like, you know, I'm very on my toes and nervous. I'm in a fucking war zone, yeah, you know. And so I'm very, and I'm like, and in my mind, I couldn't find Jeff, who was like my my partner. I was like, don't leave his mm. side. But then I saw the general, the chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff, leaving. And mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like, as a good rule of thumb for when I'm over there, follow the general. You're not going to get killed if you're next to the general. You know, <laughs> so, I was just like, <laughs> so I was just like, so I was just like, I was like, I saw the general leaving. I couldn't find Jeff. And I was like with the army doc. And I was like, oh, the general's leaving. He's like, yeah, come on, let's go. I was like, all right. And so we go into the mess hall and then we walk into the back of the mess hall. And then I walk into the general's private midnight mass. Whoa. For, uh, for and I was just like, oh fuck. Do you want me to stay or should I? Do you want me, I can hang around if you want me to. I'll go. The fucking Joseph Dunford, the chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff of the American military, currently looks at me. He's like, Ed. Oh, thank God you came. We were so happy, so appreciative that you care. <laughs> I was like. Oh. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm crazy so, about the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> so, I, so I'm sitting there. I'm, it's like midnight mass. and I'm in fucking Baghdad. And I'm just going oh. through this. I'm going through <sighs> this like mass for 20 people in the back of a mess hall. And there's uh, the, the reading start happening. And it's just like lieutenant major or whatever the fuck. And uh, <laughs> he's just like he's reading all of the scriptures. But and Joseph got- beget. Robin and Robin begat. <laughs> it actually was just like that. It's, and he had a fucking gun on his hip. <laughs> <laughs> and blessed is the peacemaker. Yeah. Who's <laughs> yeah, and the um the priest was like this like African refugee. And it was crazy. And in the middle of it, I started to fucking cry because, you know, my mom had just died and she mm-hmm. was super Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know like it was midnight mass. And so I was like tearing up because of that and like the general's wife saw me and she's like oh what a good catholic <laughs> I didn't know, it's just like, so now they all think that i'm like this like, great devout catholic <laughs> that would have been a but great thing so... to clear up oh no 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 my mom just died that's all guys i, I don't swear. care lies <laughs> Yeah, no, it was so bizarre, man. It was uh it was very intense and I remember just fucking everyone just like, Where were you? We lost you, we thought you were oh, God. God. And I was just like, I was with the general I was with God. Yeah, Andrew. and the general made me sit next to him for midnight mass. <laughs> he just rubs your back. You know what's like <laughs> you know what's crazy is like there is like a bunch of Americans who would pay like a hundred thousand dollars to be oh, where yeah. I was sitting. <laughs> I could give a fuck. I was trying in. to get out of there the whole time, looking for an exit. <laughs> I refused to receive. That I did was, that. I, yeah, I, I did but that. at that mass, I refused Man. to take communion. I was like, "This could be my one thing, <laughs> the, my one statement here." Wow, he really does think he's a sinner. That is a good Catholic. <laughs> Andrew, when was the last time you went to mass? Uh, I only ever go to mass at Christmas because Same. I yeah. don't want to break my mom's heart. And yeah, I, do it I was my with dad. my wife's family this Christmas, and <laughs> instead of saying amen, my wife and I kept saying dilly dilly uh, from no. that Bud Light commercial. That's so fucking <laughs> which stupid. Which is the most annoying thing in the world, which I hate. Dilly dilly. 
But I skipped. <laughs> yeah, I skipped. I didn't pray. I don't pray. Well, mm. I refuse to pray. Dude, when I got confirmed, I was livid. I had to get confirmed. It was over my 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, 18? Yeah, I guess you got so. Yeah, 14. Yeah, I got confirmed. I got mine late. really young. Maybe too. 16. Wow. Maybe I was turning. I was 14 yeah, or 15. Different years, yeah, I was 14 or 15. I was turning 16, and we had to choose a name. What was your and name? My name was Julian because I named myself after the lead singer of The Strokes. Oh, yes. And when I told uh, my mom that, she like broke down. She was like, I don't understand why you're not taking this seriously. And I was like, because I don't want to be there. Yeah. I remember when they handed you the big book of saints, you know, like pick a name. And so I was oh. just like searching through it for the weirdest name. <laughs> and I picked the mine's Papo. <laughs> and then Man. they're like, why Papo? And I was just like, because I was just picking it because it was stupid. I was like, well, I used to call my grandfather Pop. So they're like, everyone's like, oh, how sweet. And I was like, I'm just trying to be a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name, again, this was peak Catholicism for me, 14 mm-hmm. turning 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthias, the 13th apostle. Oh, oh the D'Artagnan. Yes, the yes. <laughs> so I thought the name was cool. I thought it was real nice. 13th apostle. Mm-hmm. I loved the 13th warrior at the time. It was a good movie. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> 13th apostle sounds like a, like a guilty hitman uh, movie. Matthias was the name of one of the rats in Redwall. I was like, that's pretty cool. Uh, sorry, mouse. Mouse in Redwall. Rats as a species were evil, if you recall. That's right. Yeah, you ever see a Catholic saving a rat's life? You know. <laughs> so, I have a question. What was it then that was like the final straw where you were like, "I'm not Catholic anymore"? For me, it was. I mean, for me, I used to like, even though I didn't believe and I thought the mm-hmm. whole thing was a joke. I would always say I was Catholic. I went to Catholic school or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when that bishop came out, the bishop who confirmed me two weeks earlier yeah. said he fucked kids. I was like, well, this means nothing. Yeah, like yeah, this all means nothing. I was like, this is just I'm done. This is like, like I couldn't be like. But in that moment, I was just like, told my mom, I was just like, don't invite me back. Like even like you were nicer than me. I I wouldn't go to midnight mass anymore. I wouldn't do any of that shit. My yeah. mom. I remember one mm-hmm. year, my mom asked me. I you know, in retrospect, I kind of wish I did. You know, went to a couple of them because you know it did hurt. It did bother her. I mean, like, what do I do? I sit there for an hour and I go home. You know, mm-hmm. like that's who, who fucking cares. Mom. Yeah. And but at the end of the day, I would like stick to. I remember one of my favorite jokes I ever said. She's like, "Can we please go this year?" I was like, "I'll go if you let me boo." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Father, we are sorry for our sins. Boo! <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> From yeah, for me, I started reading a lot more, mm-hmm. and I started seeing a lot more movies. Or like interesting movies and like around seventh grade i had it as a kid but seventh grade is when it like really started manifesting itself mm-hmm. was my bipolar disorder mm-hmm. yeah and it started to like really really fuck up my life and as i was going through it i was just like there is no way anyone su- should be subjected to this like yeah. i felt so terrible and crazy that mm-hmm. i was like it's if there is a god it's not fair that this happened so it's more likely that this is just like a computer program that's not running the right eh. way. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, the better explanation for something actually causing yeah. you a problem. Yeah. 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 There's, uh, I was like, there's just no God. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, the way I look at it is like, I'm a good guy. We're all mm. good people. Mm-hmm. We don't fucking sin. You know, we don't do bad things. And if we, if there is a God at the end of all this and we led good lives and helped out people and we go up to heaven and, and God told us to go fuck because we didn't believe in him, then he's a piece of shit. 
super he's like, insecure. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's you. We you be, just be a good person. At my twelve millionth birthday party, you didn't even send a card. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like fuck that person anyway, or yeah. entity, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Oh. For me, it was a long process. Because like mm. I said, at 12, I had what well, I called like a real religious, like almost conversion moment where I felt a sudden relief because I was praying. And at that time, I was going like OCD shit. I was terrified. Every night, someone was going to break into our house and kill all of us. Yeah, I thought about it all the time. Yeah. And once I started praying, I had tools to fight that. I would say a certain prayer every night, and I'd think the entire time about all the things that might hurt me or my family, and if I didn't say it right, I had to repeat it. And I would do that over and over again, and that gave me some escape from all this anxiety. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I had a similar thing. When mm. I was a little kid, I used to get these brutal stomach aches, like really, really horrible stomach aches. My face would flush. I felt mm. like I was dying. My stomach would hurt, and it shows that that was like, pre-signs that I was I had bipolar disorder that was yeah I was having like psychosomatic stomach aches because I was such a little kid that my (laughs) brain didn't know how to process panic attacks yeah and I would just be up in the middle of the night like begging God to make it stop yeah just horrible just oh God Uh as a little kid just crying and just just hoping stop it that would that would help you too I had like a breaking point when I was fourteen and we it was a Boy Scout. I was very much trying to be a good kid. That's part of what drew mm-hmm. me so much to Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And we went on this big-ass camping trip where it was like there's a lot of bears. Kids had been attacked in the past. <laughs> it's a sca- it was kind of scary. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're fine, if you're safe, you're fine. If you're careful, yeah. you're fine. But I was so panicked. I had like Old Testament, New Testament, two rosaries. I had all these things to fight off anxiety and fear. And it just... I've never probably s- what was causing it in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I now really don't like about Catholicism is that it it is a system that finds people that are desperate for help. Mm-hmm. They're desperate for meaning and need an escape and it tells them absolutely we are here for you. We have everything you need and all of the problems of course are you yeah and it's all you and you're not doing enough and there's a perfect there's a perfect goal and you can't reach it but we're gonna help you get there through penance and following our rules and we're the only way to salvation and i bet that 90 percent of those problems that all these people are going through my mother included Mm -hmm. stems from fucking money and what do Mm -hmm. they do they just take money yeah from single moms man the way they treat women is deplorable it's Mm -hmm. awful what about nuns? We haven't talked about nuns. I went to Catholic school. I had mm. I had mixed I had mixed things with nuns. I never really had nuns. There was a nun at our university mm. who was like the mentor of all the athletes, and she was a nefarious individual. But mm-hmm. I never had nuns. But nuns beat the fuck out of my dad. <laughs> they beat the fuck out of my great grandpa. They beat the fuck out of my grandpa. Like mm-hmm. I got hit once. Ugh. I was past the hitting stage of Catholicism, thankfully. It was just like, I think for nuns, I'm sure there are good ones, but it sounds like it was just a den for sociopaths. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I met, out of all the nuns I knew that worked at my school, there was like seven of them. Two of them were angels, like mm-hmm. literally just like perfect human beings. 
and the rest of them were demons. Yeah. They were like legitimate, like yeah. straight off the boat from Ireland, still had the accent, fucking closet lesbian demons. Mm-hmm. Like, and not that being a lesbian is a bad thing, but when, but you know, when the only another... time, when you only give girls good grades and boys detention, like obviously there's something going on here. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's crazy. It's another one of those. I mean, gay people and their treatment of that. It's another one of those, there's something wrong with me. You're telling me I'm evil and I'm wrong. What's the way I can fix it? Oh, by following you and doing what you want me to and living my life devoted to you? Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, you Fucks know, up your brain. probably more than half of them are gay. And that's why they're there. Because they're trying to find themselves. And, like, and if we just, like, if the Catholic religion just opened itself up, here's something that, like, and just allowed the gay community to take over, not only would they make fuck ton of more money it would just be like it would just be lovely yeah it would just be like nice and like everyone would stop fucking doing all this awful (laughs) shit with all this pent-up aggression you know they would just like Uh, it would just love each other marry if you let them have sex like a fucking human being it Mm -hmm. won't be a haven for fucking pedophiles to hide yes yeah pedophiles would have to go somewhere else yeah and what's really fucked up is the church like equates and like they they themselves imply that like priests who fuck kids are gay, and that's like a hundred percent not the case. Like, no, <laughs> tons cool. of gay people I know. Not <laughs> fucking one of them has whistled at a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> All the pedophiles who like have been in my community, and one who went to my school who fucked a girl when she was in eighth grade, were straight. Yeah, man. I so I did this uh, interview for a brighter side that mm-hmm. I never released. I'll talk about it a little bit right now, but I, I, I felt really weird about it. And I never released it. I interviewed a pedophile. Yeah. Where like, I, Whoa. Like, yeah, like Ugh. I've like looked on the internet. Cause I was just like, I got real into like social justice. I'm uh, not social justice, like uh, criminal justice reform yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, taking care of prisoners and rehabilitating people, no matter what their crime was. And I was like, what's the one yeah. crime that everyone can get behind is an awful thing. Being a pedophile. Yeah, almost you know, universally. The whole, the Chum, everyone will fucking go nuts and hate that shit and string the dude up. Or, you know, and so I was just like, well, how do you fix it other than just like telling the guy to go kill himself? You know, because if you can't shoot him in the head, then you got to try to find a way to fix it. And so I went online and I searched for a pedophile support group. And I found the dude who was the leader of a pedophile support group, uh, Todd... Well, he has such a fucking pedophile name. Should he say his whole name? <laughs> I mean, he's he's open about it. There's oh. videos about him. He's got a fucking hook for a hand. Wow. You know, he's, it's like it's crazy. <laughs> well, it is. Because he's one of those he's psychological an, things. Yeah, he's it, saying that he's saying that it is like it is a problem that I have. I don't act on it. I don't watch child pornography, but I do. He holds meetings where they get pedophiles together and they all talk about their urges. And like, you know, about to not, yeah. you know, fuck kids. And so they mm-hmm. all get together and like tell like, oh, well, I thought of this and I did this this week. And I thought that. And, I thought, and to me, it's just like, yeah, it's a really crazy, disgusting thing. But like, thank God they fucking do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, it's like, so and if maybe if the, the whole religion was a little more open for a religion that's based on confession and mm-hmm. forgiving people. You know, maybe if you like tried to help people instead of just sweeping it all under the rug, maybe this stuff would go a little further. If you had like therapy for priests 
or shit like that that they need. Cause yeah, not just they, secret compounds where they mm-hmm. go for alcoholism. Yeah, oh. or they have God syndromes. They think that they're the yeah. all. They think that they're God. They think they're the hand of God, some of them. And uh, people go into that knowing that they can use that system as a cloak. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it's just this breeding ground for people because they know the Catholic Church will protect them. Yeah, it's, it's just a system of hierarchy mm-hmm. that yeah. people can abuse, no. and there's nothing to stop it from happening. But uh, yeah, so instead of just like yelling at it or sweeping it all under the rug, you got to face the problem, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and that's wow. something the Catholic religion would be a first thing that they could take a lot of money and put towards. If you're not going to lock up your priests, at least give them fucking therapy and yeah. fucking, well, you know, like cha- try to change who they fucking are. You know, it's like otherwise it's just going to keep happening. I mean, it's been going on for thousands of years now. Mm-hmm. Literally 2000 yeah. years. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you got to fucking change something. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if I can ever release that episode. It was just so upsetting. Understandable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. But I did. I felt so dirty afterwards. Because he's just like, because I was like doing everything I could to like talk to him instead of yelling at him and tell him mm. to kill himself like every other <laughs> human being does. And boy, was that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't yell at him or show violence because you were afraid you'd go to hell. Yeah. I don't know why else I would do something. Not if because I weren't. it's. Yeah. yeah. Man. All right. Brighter side time. What's the brighter sides of the Catholic religion? What do you got, Carl? Let Carl go first. The shit is run with Protestantism too, basically, without the two thousand years and the art. Yeah. yeah, I think the brighter side, without question, is all the great art and how great artists used the foundation of religion to mock it and mm-hmm. criticize it. But what I think, like practically, with Catholicism, that is good is like if you're a practicing Catholic or an attending Catholic, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're stupid. And for a majority of people, it's just a place they go to, like, feel a connection with their family and people who have died and, like, just focus on it for an hour. And I think that is totally fine. I think that a lot of women, at least in my life, my mom through my grandparents, get, like, have, like, a lot of comfort in the thought of the Virgin Mary Mm -hmm. and, like, be a good mom and Mm -hmm. be a caring person. So, like, there are good things that reasonable people pull out of Catholicism. And I think it helps them cope with how terrifying their lives yeah. are. Yeah. I'd say the mafia. No, Christmas is the shit. Christmas. Rules. I love Christmas time, even though I don't like care about the manger shit, but like, you know, I mean, Santa Claus means- giving each other's gifts and reflecting on your life at the end of a year is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Weirdly, that just means you like America because Christmas in any other country, they a lot of them well, use New England, Year's. New Year's is the big gift giving thing. Christmas yeah. is just kind of like, eh, whatever. But if American Christians made it, I guess it's good. Yeah. It's the only Catholicism I really know, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. And uh, the kid fucking is also a part of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, they do that all across the world. We were talking about Chile earlier. God bless people. Yeah. You know, I'll give them this. One of the classes I had in high school, among all the fucking wasted time of religion classes, what is a covenant? A covenant is a promise you made with God. The rainbow was a covenant. Just all this stupid shit no one needs to know, which thankfully we do have some outlets to use this stuff, Andrew, yeah. you and I. Yeah. Um, but one of the good classes, Catholic social teaching. Yeah. There's some actually good like politics and empathy 
and like resistance shit in it. Like that was a class I had where for the first time they were like, okay, here's the budget of a poor family. You need to sit down and try to budget a life around this much money. That's one of the first things that opened me up to be like, oh, wow, other people have shittier lives than I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of that can't be fixed, and there are basic things that we need to provide for all humans um, yeah. if we want to say we're good people. Mm-hmm. And I ca- liked that. A lot of Catholic people who are involved in Catholic social justice are, like, super cool to gay people on the sli- yeah. on the side. Yeah. And, like, support single moms or women who need to have abortions and stuff. Like, yeah. If it, it weren't for the abortion <coughs> thing, Catholic social teaching would make pretty much every Maybe Catholic fire, Democrat. Yeah. yeah. And that was how it was until— and yeah. I'll tell you what, in every major city that has like, you know, three or more churches, one of those churches is going to be the liberal church. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know someone who uh, teaches at a Catholic high school in uh, Cincinnati, and their church is a very cool liberal church. They donated to the Dreamer shit. They mm. fucking. Which it, one is it? Um, I don't remember the name oh, of okay. it, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, it's probably better that I just leave this lady's name off of <laughs> how much shit I talked. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, they're a really cool church and they do social shit and they really like help out immigrants and they, you know, yeah. they really do. They really, you know, they they use it for good. And they're in and, and my girlfriend's uh, uh, great uncle, uh, Father Bob, is a priest and he's a f- wonderful dude. Yeah, he's a great man who cares about the family, cares about the elderly. He helps people. He gives he's selfless. He doesn't own anything. He gives everything he has to other people. He's a wonderful, wonderful dude. And so you have to remember that even though it's like it's got like the ultimate sin and mixed in with it, like there are a lot of great people who have chosen this life and do actually care about the rest of the human race. Yeah. And so you can't like as much as I fucking hate Catholicism. You can't demonize the entire thing. That's the thing. Absolutely I, I absolutely, all, everything I've been saying and railing on it is the institution of the Catholic Church, the people who manage it, and the mm-hmm. people, like the inner workings. But, man, there are, I would say of all the Catholics in the world, 98% of them are just normal, average yeah. people. Yeah. And a huge majority of that are really, really nice people. Some of it's, them. it's the church. It's not the people who are part of it. I had a, this always... It threw me for a loop when I first discovered it. I had a teacher in college, Dr. Goller, mm-hmm. who said he was a Catholic. He was a practicing Catholic, went every week, and he taught me some liberal-ass shit for mm-hmm. a Catholic. Yeah. And I was like, and it, he even taught me to question things from the Bible, like mm-hmm. taught us the process of how the books from the Bible were picked, why they were left off, some of them. A lot of it was political, yeah. some of it was chance. It's random <laughs> shit. And I was like, how can you be telling me all this? And spouting all this stuff that is almost atheist breeding ground shit. Like, how can you say it and still be a Catholic? And he was like, well, you, there's nothing that says you have to be a Catholic and believe everything the Catholic Church says. You can disagree and you can be a part of it and try within to change it for the better. Fucking A, it's time yeah. that's for badass. an up the facelift, man. That's yeah. good. But, Andrew, you were the one that told me the thing that kind of made me... I was like, yeah, I'll be a Catholic. I'll keep saying I'm a Catholic culturally. It's like I'm Jewish. It's like, (laughs) that's what I am. I can't get rid of it. But you're like... Yeah, but you can sit in a garage all you want, but you probably can't call yourself a car. (laughs) What's the point? Why keep doing it? (laughs) Oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah, and I got one more quick story about Father Bob. Uh, Father Bob, I remember me and Julia were driving him home one day, and uh, we, we we were driving him back to the house. 
And across the street from where he lives is a church, and in the church there's a bunch of crosses on the wall. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I remember going, "Hey, Father Bob, what are all those crosses for?" And he's like, "You know, it was just like October or whatever." And then he was, he's like, "Well, you know, funny you should ask. Every one of those crosses actually represents a child that was aborted this year." And I was like, "Oh, that's really not that many then." He just see Julie shaking her fucking head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, birth control must be working, I guess. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't like that. We don't like that. Uh, why? All right, guys. This has been The Brighter Side. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Reed, Andrew, for coming by. You guys got a new show on the last podcast network. You we sure talk do. About yeah. it Actually, I mean. It's and very Carl. appropriate. And Carl. And Carl. Carl here, Mr. Shredder. Adam Wirtz, totally. The Post Everything Productions team. First of all, check out everything they got going on online. What's the website for Post Everything Productions? Exactly. PostEverythingProductions.com. All right, yeah, go um, check it out. There's we a just bunch make of some fucked up short films on there. Yeah, shit. Adam did all of the Murder Fist stuff for a while. Yeah. yeah. And so it's um, like we, you know, it's a it's a beautiful crew. You know, it's always it's always wonderful to see what you guys are fucking brains are working up next um the podcast we're doing is called the story must be told and actually has a lot to do with this shit we talked about it's a nightmare church service yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's a it's a church at a gross end of the world poverty filth land and it's just all this (laughs) radical yeah you get to tune in and be a parishioner it's almost like if there will be blood was the end of the world absolutely actually yeah we we really funnel because Andrew and I each have you know about sixteen years of Catholic education, and we just funnel all the shit we learned and all the vocabulary and the antiquated fears and demons mm-hmm. and cultishness into just fucked up short stories. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's all Got the readings it. we do. So I mean, it's it's a church with fucked up stories, <laughs> <laughs> fucked uppers, more fucked up. Man, amen. Amen. Amen to that. And if you guys want to find uh, Reed and Andrew on Twitter or anything like that, what do you guys got for that? Um, I'm just going to say the Twitter for the podcast, TSMBTPod. Yeah. I haven't posted shit on my yeah, Twitter because I don't care about things I say anymore. Good for you guys. But, but you can find us there. We're always on that one. Yeah, we we write tons of poems every week that are just fucking weird-ass shit. T-S-M-B-T pod. <laughs> and both of these fellows are also great artists, so you can check out their art. Just look for oh, their yeah. names. On Instagram. Really on Instagram. Um, I do art under Jim Hickory. And yeah. mine is underscore Andrew Short. I do a lot of art there. So. Nice. Yeah, no, it's really cool stuff. Some fucking crazy collage work and just, you know, Read to the cover of the Cowman albums and all kinds of cool shit. Yeah. You can fucking, he drew around. a portrait of me and my mother. He's a wonderful artist. Uh, I love everything you guys do. Carl as well. Beautiful sound engineer. If you need uh, any, uh, you need your fucking movie scored, Carl, hit Carl uh, up and give him C-A some cash. C-A-Schroeder.com. <laughs> yeah, that's right. C-A-S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R. Hey, Seda. Hey, Seda. That's right. And I'm Ed Larson. This is The Brighter Side. You can catch me on Twitter or Instagram at EddieTunes or at EddieTunes underscore on Twitter. And uh, this has been the brighter side of Cynics Look at Optimism. And taking us out this week uh, is a wonderful song that I love so much. Will be uh, The Christian Life. All right, so uh, be good to yourself. And if you still believe in God after this episode, you know what? We could be fucking wrong. So, you know, just like, uh, you know, be good to yourself. Morals are morals. Don't let a fucking ghost in the sky tell you what to do. 
And the devil isn't a bad person. He just got a bad job. He's a prison guard, for Christ's sake. And we all <laughs> need cops. I'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.